Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pallet right here. The late night flight is paid for by the following. Time to play the game where we find out who's capping. It is... is the game where we find out if this is the bull I am Nasua New Root. And before I even introduce co-producer Smarts, uh, Jers, can you please give me our favorite Mr. Wow impression, please? I'm just saying, no, like, I'm for me, it's a matter of being here and supporting because you my God. Wow. My God. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. So producer Smarts, what's up with you, sir? Y'all fools. Y'all fools. I'm doing great. All is well. Um, the holidays are coming. Yes. And I'm watching The Matrix tonight. That sounds good. Yes, sir. That sounds good. The yeah. one. The return of Neo. He's back. He's How about back. that? But if he was the one in yes. the last Matrix, is he the two in this one? Because it's resurrection. That is true. Is anyway, it like, is anyway. it like Matrix Jesus going on? I don't know. I don't know. And he comes back because I thought he died in the last Matrix. I thought so too. The machines took him and yes. he looked like Jesus. He had the crucifixion thing. Yes. And then the light came up and then it was over and we didn't see him again. I don't remember. I got to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You got one? I got one. No, no. Let, okay, go, go ahead. Go ahead. What you going to do? You sure? No. I, you, you're not sure. No, I don't, I don't want you to do it. But but go ahead. I want to just hear it, just in case. All right. We're just recording. Let's go ahead. In Wisconsin, okay, America. Yes. A kid tells the mall Santa that he's been molested by okay. a stepdad, mm -hmm. and his only wish for Christmas is for the stepdad to not molest him anymore. Santa doesn't say anything. He just walks over to the guy and literally begins to beat him and pummel him unconsciously. The elves begin to help, and then the cops come and arrest him. Nick, I ask you. Nassau, I ask you. Smarts, I ask you. Is it the bullshit that Santa gets arrested for giving the child exactly what they want for Christmas? No, that's not the bullshit. That's what he's supposed to do. All right, I got some NYPD news for you. I got some NYPD news for you. I got some NYPD news for you. Let's start the game, fellas. The furious wife of the NYPD lieutenant getting caught on video, getting a raunchy lap dance from a rookie female officer went berserk on a reporter this past Wednesday as the twerking cop's dad blasted the married boss saying that he should know better. Oh my God, you serious? Anyway, a red-faced Lieutenant Nick McGarry had to physically hold back his fuming wife outside of their home in New Windsor in Orange County when asked about the post front page story on the wild, wild, wild video of the rookie cop grinding on his You! You! You mother... You. That is what McGarry's wife said, all right? Her name is Melissa McGarry. She yelled that out of her mouth while trying to charge a post reporter and photographer. She was restrained by her husband who told her, girl, it's not even worth it, girl. Get back in the car. Get your back in the car. You know it ain't even worth it. It ain't even worth it. I ain't even do nothing to her. I ain't even get the nothing. Chill. Relax. Ain't that serious? As she continued to spit venom at the reporters. There are other things to worry about in this world. That's what the wife added. Meanwhile, Mick Gary, who was immediately bounced from the 44th precinct to the transit bureau over this steamy video, seemed to have also landed in the crosshairs of the rookie daughter's father. He said his father was frustrated over the ordeal. 
She cried and cried. The dad continued, she's young. He's married. The lieutenant. He should know better. I'm going to sue them. The video shows make Gary grinning, both hands on his sexy rookie female cop stars as she twerks on top of his gun. I mean his groin. I mean his gun. Smarts, jurors, I ask you, is it the bullshit that the father of the pinching-grabbing, lap-dancing female rookie cop just ran into the bathroom to delete his IG because after consoling his daughter, he just realized that for the last 10 years, he's been getting lap-danced from some old man's 20-year-old daughter too. It's BS. Okay. It's definitely BS. I'm just... I'm like baffled by the whole article. I'm sorry. It's the dad is blaming the lieutenant for the daughter twerking on the lieutenant. Wow. More NYPD news. More NYPD news. This is in the Bronx again. Hey, Charlie. Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Yo, get your peoples, Charlie. We got the Charlie watch going on in the Bronx. Okay. An NYPD cop was dragged down a Bronx street. So an NYPD cop jurors was dragged down a Bronx street by a car when a driver that was not the police officer tried to flee a traffic stop, leaving the officer that got dragged with a fractured ankle and basically laying down in pain. All right. This is according to the New York Post in a new video that shows on the New York Post. In the clip released by the NYPD this past Tuesday, the female cop is seen standing at the open driver's side door when the motorist suddenly accelerates, pulling her a short way down the road before she falls to the ground. The car then partially runs over the cop, who is then heard yelping as she crawls to her feet. That's what the footage shows. The officers had first spotted the driver, 24-year-old Usman Haruna, or Haruna, Usman Haruna inside a black 2017 Range Rover with expired temporary New Jersey plates around 6 p.m. December 12th, heading east on East 194th Street and Briggs Avenue in Fordham Manor. All right, this is according to the cops and police sources in the police sources of NYPD. But as officers approach, Haruna refused to stop, driving recklessly through steady red lights at an unsafe speed and swerving in and out of traffic. That's crazy. Those New York streets are too tight to you to be swerving in and out of traffic. But anyway, then about a half mile away at West 190th Street and Davidson Avenue, Haruna, who was driving on the sidewalk, backed up recklessly toward the officers. The two officers approached the SUV. A male cop got on the passenger side, huh? And a female cop opened the driver's side door, huh? Partially entering the car. At that point, the video shows Haruna accelerating, dragging the unidentified female cop. He ran over her right leg up to her hip. The clip shows the officer limping back to the SUV and opening the driver's side door once again after she pulls herself up. It's a strong sister right here. Officers apprehended Haruna, who, fled, who flailed his arms. Oh, you got me. You got me, officer. Preventing. Oh, wait. Oh, wait I said it the wrong way. He flailed his arms, preventing the officers from cuffing him. Mm -hmm. So he tried to do non-valid, non-valid. My apologies, America. He did the non-valid, non-valid move. Mm -hmm. So you can't try to arrest me, all right? So Haruna of the Lower East Side was charged with assault, leaving the scene of an accident, reckless endangerment, reckless driving, aggravated unlicensed operator, resisting arrest, and obstructing governmental administration. Smarts, jurors, I ask you, is it the bull that organized crime has gathered enough money to do on-the-job training for getaway drivers. Wow. <laughs> Yo. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's some BS. And finally, and finally, 
And finally, retail giant Walmart is apologizing after a customer notified that a black baby doll set cost $15 more than a white doll set. WCPO reports that Ashira Brown, a mother of three living in Kentucky, wanted to buy her oldest daughter a kid collection doll set from Walmart. She decided to purchase the doll online from the store's website and made a shocking discovery. The black and white doll collections with the same accessories and number of individual dolls totaling 48 pieces had different prices. The black dolls and accessories ran for $39.97, while the white counterparts were sold for $25. Brown shared they were $14.97 more expensive than the white babies that I saw in the store. There are seven black babies and there are seven white babies, she continued. But one set is $39.97. The other is $25. Smart side ask you. I ask you, smart, smart side ask you. Hold on, Jers, I ask you. This is how you do it. Jers, I ask you, I ask you, Jers. Jers, I ask you. Are you ready, Jers? I'm ready. Smarts, are you ready? I'm ready. Is it the bull that the only person who would pay $14.97 more for a black baby is Robert Kelly? You ain't got to answer that. <laughs> Thank you. You. Bye bye. It's a bunch of us. I'm a hand of colony. Everybody on they Martin, everybody marching for a young nigga like me to get tsunami on it. I'ma get it, I'ma win a baby. I'll be on my curry till I crash and burn 40 on the Yeah, I'm acting nerdy if it's at the appellation to the appellation. I'ma do whatever that they take to make a black nation. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sweets, and I'm your chief flight attendant. On behalf of the pilot and the entire crew, welcome aboard the late night flight. And here is your captain, the Now River of New Jersey, the pilot of Tuskegee Training, the greatest Henny Badger who has ever lived, the creator of Black Pilot Radio and the Late Night Flight. Here is the victorious one, Nassour Nuru. What up, my passengers? We are first in priority. Donate to the Cash App dollar sign the Late Night Flight to get this work from minorities. The Late Night Flight. Oh, you never heard of it? Hmm. Turn up the turbulence. Catch us on these Apple Podcasts and these Spotify services. iHeart, YouTube, and the Late Night QR Scan. Download Audible. Download Amazon to hear us back and forth like a U-Haul fan. Listen, I started out not ahead of you. Now I'm the pilot with the better view. Making sure you can hear all 73 episodes. Wherever, wherever, wherever. Ever podcast are available. Now let's take off. Oh, bucket, y'all be there, bucket. Jingle bell, pop that tail, rob my d- like I got no bell. Jingle bell, pop that tail, girl, rob my d- like I got no bell. Jingle bell, pop that tail, rob my d- like I got no bell. Jingle bell, pop that tail, girl, rob my d- like I got no bell. Buy you that plate steak sauce and snail. Buy you that dress fold locks and nails. Jingle bell, pop that tail, rob my d- like I got no bell. Buy you that plate steak sauce and snail. Buy you that dress fold locks and nails. Buy you that perfume box now smell. Don't put your hand out, you are not Odell. Girl, what you doing? Calling me friend when you're smoking on my Buddha. Telling me your pain, how you open for a loser when I'm over here looking like I open for a looter. I don't understand. Best dress starter in York. Best sex rubber, let's do it. That rubber, let's do it. Dumb covers, let's do it. Throw that butter black music. Hmm, girl, what you doing? Should have done me, I done least through your promise. Put it in deep like dearly departed. Pitch your face white, cause I'm really an artist. Huh, girl, who you f? Number 25th, girl, better be me. Show you how to spell it first, let it be D. Buy you that chain, don't let it be free. 
Huh. Don't leave me, need it one time like no replay Said she gotta go to like four, three states She be on Lil Wayne, gotta go DJ Girl, which one? Am I IM? Cause your iPhone off Turn it back on if you suck the bone off Call you headshot if you take the dome off Put a mask on cause the pilot gon' cough Girl, why you want it? None of your tricks, put your mama in a Honda Then get your money for the Hanukkah and Kwanzaa Come for me for the Ferragama commas And a pair of Pradas, man that you needed Didn't really know cause I pilot five foot Lay the ass down, we can see eye to eye Five times later, this is how the wife look Jingle bell, pop that tail, rob my like I got no bell. Jingle bell, pop that tail, girl, rob my like I got no bell. The evolution of the late night flight is actually coming along pretty smoothly. Um, I hate to be rude, smarts. I hate to be rude, but I know you're not gonna like this, but I have to say this. One one uh reason why I believe that this place has uh this place called the late night flight has evolved is that. I've been able to replace a heavyset, light-skinned mute philosopher with a dark-skinned, heavyset improvisationist in Jers. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. Now. It's tougher. It's tougher. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Whatever I pay smarts to be the audio engineer, to be honest with you, I would have to pay him that plus 400 more because the work that he does is more than what he ever asked me to pay him in the first place. So it's like, yo, all right, you can be this co-producer. It's a lot to handle, but it's actually moving things forward, right? Okay. And now I have this alpha of all Adonis's shadow producing my show now, okay? Yeah, I'm talking about Mr. Wow. I'm talking about Nate. You know what I'm saying? He only been on the show three times and now he wants to shadow produce the show. Okay, so (laughs) here's what's going on. Is that what I want to do? Here's what's going on. So we go to Hat City Kitchen. Okay. I'm not going to tell you the story yet. Okay. That's when we're going to queue up the lion let up. All right? Sure. Now, here goes the thing, Smarts. We went to Hat City Kitchen. All right. This was last Thursday. Okay. All right. Some things happened. I'm going to just say this one thing. We're going to go into debate form, America. Okay. On this, I guess you would call a relationship occurrence. I'm going to give you what you want, America. You guys like relationship gossip BS. I'm going to give it to you my way where I like to have fun with it. So we're going to do a debate. Now, here goes the one story I'm going to just say. And then I'm going to let Nate say whatever he want once we get into debate form. So here's the one thing I want to say. I have a friend from college. His name is I didn't even mean to put his name out there. But because this man is the former president of the uh, Urban League of Young Professionals, I'm going to call you out. Jers, let me tell you what this man used to do. So he would be like this. Hey, yo, bro, I got um, it's me and my homegirl. We about to go to the bar. You want to meet us? She's single. I sure. Now, you know, I'm usually the single one. So you, you tell me it's a single woman around. I'll go sniffing around. I'll come. So I'll go have conversations with this sister. Nice sister. Nice woman. Whatever. Even give me her number. Never really give me play. You know why she never give me play, Jers? Why? Who you think she was over here screwing? Dude, that told you about it? Exactly. Now, I'm not saying that happened. I'm not saying that didn't happen. <coughs> All I'm saying is keep that story on the shelf, America. Now, uh, let's go into debate form. Okay. I'm ready when you are, Lion. Talk to me. Okay. 
The ladies and gentlemen of America and all the rest of the people around the world, this is your boy, Lion Let Up, and I'm here with Nasonuru on my left side, and on my right side, I have Mr. Wow himself, Nathaniel. Wow. Yes. So, you have two minutes and 20 seconds to debate your side of the issue. Let's get at it. So, we were at Hat City Kitchen, and it was a very vibey night. You know, beautiful women everywhere. And there was this one particular young lady who was sitting at the bar, seeking a little bit of attention. And Mr. Henny slash Honey Badger himself rolled up. And I was like, yo, bro, she's giving you some vibes. She's giving you some vibes. Talk to her. And Mr. Honey Badger decided he was going to chicken out. Did she get, did he ask for her number? Nope. Bought her maybe a drink. And she was itching for the number, itching for the ask. And he just looked. But I tapped him on the shoulder. I was like, yo, bro, she's waiting. I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing. Like a little, little chicken, right? You know what I'm saying? Because in my opinion, I thought the Henny Badger ain't supposed to give a this game. Okay, before we get into our suicide story, Ted Tougher. Is there anything that you have to say about Nathaniel's side? It's tougher, so I need to understand real quick, right? Did you know the shorty in which you told Mr. Honey Badger himself to go and get the number because she was giving him the vibey looks and all that? I mean, she was there for the taking. That's not what I asked you, sir. That's not what I asked you, sir. All right, don't change the narrative. I need you to answer my question. Before you answer the question... He need to repeat the question. He's going to ask it again. I need two minutes and 20 seconds from you, Nasur. Your side of the story. Let's go. All right. So I walked in Hat City Kitchen. There is a cheetah girl. <laughs> it's a woman with a leopard or a cheetah outfit on. All right. I'm not saying she's Raven Simone. She actually had a nice uh, toned body. I'm not going to get into what happened with the neck up. I'm going to just say, listen, on Thursday night, you would definitely talk to this sister. So I'm not going to even, no, I'm not going to knock her. She was a good looking woman. She was, she was an okay look. She was good looking. All right. So anyway, here's the thing. So she was talking to Nate and Nate friend, which is all good. Nate, like he introduced me to her. Fine. No problem. And then we all talking. And then this is when he said, now I don't know about no Bob. I ain't pick up on any Bob. He said, yo, ain't you the greatest honey badger or henny badger or whatever, some crap like that? Ain't you, ain't you that? I said, yeah, sure, I am. So why you ain't talking to her? Honey badgers don't give a shit. And I'm like, hold on, like, I am, like, older now. Like, this ain't, like, my 20s where I'm just, like, up in women's faces. And I ain't even gonna hold you. I'll be very vulnerable right now just to let you know, tougher. So because I'm short, all right, I don't really holler at a bunch of women like I used to. Okay, in my 20s, I ain't care. I was just out here because everybody was my height. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got tall. And, it, and, and, I, and I didn't. Wow. So I just said, nah, you know, like, you gotta, like, I need a real vibe. You know what I'm saying? You can't just look at me and talk to me because here's the thing that Nathan, you didn't want to tell nobody. Nathan, you was over here like, yo, what you like, to do? what you like to do for fun? She was over here answering these questions. He like, yo, what's up? Well, we should all just hang out. Not all of us, but him and her, which is fine, which is fine. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that how am I supposed to holler at this woman? 
We'll leave my, that up to interpretation. With my friends, that's fine. You can leave it up for interpretation. But I'm just saying, it didn't seem, and it's not your fault, Nate. I'm just saying, it didn't seem to me that this woman wanted me. It just seemed like she wanted drinks and attention from all of us. Ted Tougher, what do you have to say about now suicide of the story? Are you assuming that when he said what he said to you, that he had already knew the chick? Because I asked him, and he didn't answer the question. Mm-hmm. You're assuming he already knew the chick. I wasn't going to assume that he knew her, but I know he was talking to her before I walked in the building. That's all I can say. But you did assume that he, when he said we all, he was only talking about him and her. What gave you that impression? Because I was looking forward at the football game, and they was talking behind me the whole time. I didn't know what was going on. Ah, I see. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, see. Mm-hmm, did mm-hmm. you know the female? Not at all. Not at all, Mr. Tuffer. And just for correction. And they all started singing just, just for, to let you know. So I, I definitely thought there was like some just, type of choir. Just, just for correction. Just for correction, Mr. Tuffer. We sat in front of him. He was behind us observing everything that was going on. So when I said to him, listen, bro, talk to her because, listen, she kept turning around and talking to him. So it sounds to me like you just scared, bro. <laughs> you was just scared. That's what it sounded like to me. It sounded like to me like you was just scared. And maybe, just maybe... You could have got her phone number that night. Tuffer, may I ask you a question? I don't know. Matter of fact, can I ask you a question? Yes, go ahead. Are, are you a married man? Are you a married man, yes or no? Absolutely. Okay, let me ask you something. Just because you're a married man, that doesn't mean women can't talk to you, right? Big facts. So that's all I'm saying. This woman can talk to whoever she wants. You are not married, sir. What's the point here? All I'm saying is that she's just running around having fun, attention, and someone else's money. And I'm not willing to give it because she's not... Throwing that vibe out. According Throw the to the vibe story out. that I heard, you bought her a drink. I did buy her a drink. I bought everybody a drink. So she took your money too. I bought everybody a drink. So she took your money too. Nate took my drink. I mean, Nate took my money and I Nate did. friend took my I, money. I, I kind of de- declined the drink that you offered me. That's some whole <laughs> <laughs> Sound like she was on the whole shit. And you just but, didn't pick up on that far. Facts. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get to the final judgment of the debate. We may put out a poll, we may not. But I will rule here and say that Nathaniel, Mr. Wow, you are disqualified. You talk to this female behind his back. That's all I needed to hear. I'm riding with my boy Nasur. You're disqualified. Wow. Move out my way. No, move out my way. I am, no, no, I am a real man. Move, get out my way. Hold on, one second. Security, security, step aside. This is Congo Connor of the TLNF Report, and I am live from my roadcaster talking to Jake Paul, fresh off his win against somebody else. Now listen, I know you have fought a British YouTuber, a three-time NBA dunk champion, and two American mixed martial artists, one of whom you have not only defeated tonight, but you have defeated twice. Now here's the question. Even though you haven't fought a ranked boxer in your respective weight class, do you think you have done more than enough to fight the best the World Boxing Council has to offer? I've done more than enough. Four massive fights in 13 months. No one in the history of boxing has done what I've done at this age. Massive pay-per-views, knocked out every single person that I've fought. The only person that's as active as me doing these bigger pay-per-views is Canelo. You just said Canelo. Now, I got to tell you something about yourself. I wouldn't have said Canelo. I mean, you may have sold out an arena, but we know Canelo get that zone money. You do not get that zone money. I mean, like I said, I knocked out everyone that I fought, turned them all into memes. That shit's going viral all over the internet. 
and I'm ready to fight whoever. It doesn't matter if they're a professional boxer or if they're a five-time UFC champion. I don't care. I'm really built for this. Interesting. We'll let the fellas talk about it. This is Congo Connor, TLNF News. So what happens? What happens when Disney releases a jackass version kids show called Bizardvark, where Jake Paul and Logan Paul does stunts for their uh their I guess YouTube comments. Like you can call them or leave a comment and say, hey, jump over three barrels with a pogo stick, and they would do it. And then the second season of that show, he gets kicked out of Disney because of some crazy wild party. This is something that y'all can find out on YouTube or you can find out on Google because I sure as hell did. I had to learn about Jake Paul for 10 hours before I came here on this mic and wanted to discuss the, the well, my panel do not like what I'm about to say, but I think the outlaw greatness of marketing business of Jake Paul, this thing is amazing to me. All right. So. Here goes this guy who gets kicked out of Disney and say, screw it. I already was big on Vine before I even came to Disney. I'm going to make my own vlogs, get 11 million views every single vlog. That's right, because I'm white and from Ohio. All right. And then four or five years later, I'm going to hire some boxing trainer and I'm going to take up the trade of boxing. Now. In the five fights, I don't even need to name the, the, the fighters. We already know. We all do agree that he, he has fought no one. We, we agree on that, right? He's fought people. He's fought people. Yes. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call the people no one. Nate Robinson is a three-time dunk champion, okay? <laughs> but he was a one-time got his <laughs> person. Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. so but we understand what we're talking about. I get yes. that, okay? Yes, yes. He fought Woodley. I don't know his first name, but- Tyrone is it, right? Yes, Tyrone. Listen, let's just, let's, Tyrone. first of all, the guy looked like he was birthed out of LA Fitness, okay? Like the dude is chiseled. Facts. You know what I'm saying? The dude is chiseled. No, so I can't even knock that. Now, if you ask Joe Rogan, if you ask Ariel Hawani, who's an MMA analyst, if you ask Dan Lebatar, who is a journalist for the Miami Herald, who, uh, who watches MMA, they'll tell you that Woodley looks fantastic, ground and pound type of uh, martial arts type of guy, however, is not the best striker in the world, okay? Okay. So Jake Paul, in my opinion, is doing what the old white man that was Rocky's trainer was. Rock, you ain't been hungry since I got the belt. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> dog, you ain't fighting nobody. You know what I'm saying? We know that there's no legitimacy. 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 I got you. Thank you. Continue. All right. He doesn't have that in his record book. We, we understand that. Here's what I am just fascinated with. It's some WWE right here with this. He's just yelling from the mountaintop. I want all of you UFC people. And think about this. Here's where I respect him on a business level. Woodley in the UFC who uses Disney and ESPN to help pay some of these UFC fighters don't even get that type of money through Dana White. They don't. This man has got more money twice than what he ever did in the UFC. In his entire career. Because of a YouTube influencer who is, let's just be honest, is an asshole, okay? That's a fact. Mayweather makes money being an asshole. Conor McGregor made money being an asshole. This is going to sound weird, but Muhammad Ali, very nice asshole. But, but they could actually fight. They made money beating people up. But man. hold on, but this they is the point. Again, I'm talking about marketing. I'm going to let y'all talk about the fight because it seemed like that's what y'all, y'all, yes. that's what y'all want to talk about. I just want to talk about the business spectacular that is him because... When you are, listen, this dude is nothing more than an 
realistically an average content creator who has gained a lot of build because he's in this Generation Z time. Like, if you are 14 years old right now, you're going to jump on Instagram and make your vlogs, make whatever you have, and you can easily get a thousand views because they live in that world already. They live in that world. That's true. He has, he's in that world. He's a full-time resident of this world and made money being in this world. This dude has not done no real training, all right? He probably just hired a boxer to be like, okay, train me, get me right. Teach me a right cross, teach me a left hook. And okay, and let's be honest, he got a nice little cross going on. Okay. For what it seems, I'm not saying he's going to knock somebody out with it. I'm just saying he looks the part as a boxer because he is one now. The question is, who he's going to fight to make us be like, yo, I, right, Jake Paul, we're going we gonna, to, you know what I'm saying? We're going to just leave it alone. I, I want to say, I think he's been one since 2018 or something like that. Right. He registered yes. as he's a, he's been a professional fighter on the books yes. for at least three years. Yes. Okay. So I just wanted to add that to what you're saying. You know, he's got a good right cross. He's fighting these people. And so we're going to go into... Yeah, the conversation but, but, about him as a boxer. But right? think about this for a second. But okay. think about this, and I'll let you have that conversation as a boxer. Because for me, I don't care personally, not yet. You know what I'm saying? But hear me out. You've done boxing. I've done boxing. So yes. you know the 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 steps you have to get to, to mm-hmm. even even to get to amateur boxing. Yes, and then to get to Gold Glove competition, and then get to go to Olympics and be and be a top tier amateur boxer, right? Yes. So I'm in Newark, New Jersey. Shakur Stevenson is that dude. That jab is for real. Jake Paul ain't do none of that. He ain't have to do any of that to be on Showtime with a UFC person that we know can't box. That's all I'm saying. Like he has Vince McMahon his way into people's homes. And I think that gives a lot of applause to me. Now, you can go ahead and talk about the fight. I know that's what y'all want to talk about. That's what people like to do. Oh, I don't know. He ain't not a real boxer. Fine, go ahead. Have the conversation. I'm here with I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Nate. So just to backpedal a little bit, it's yes. easy to say someone has a nice cross, hook, jab, uppercut when you're fighting people who makes you look like you have all these great tools and assets. This is what I'm saying. You fight right? somebody my height, you so, can get you can, you can look good. I get right. it. So and I think um definitely as inter- from an entertainment perspective, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. That's He's awesome. doing some some good things, right? But for the boxing world and the fight world, I think that it's extremely, it's not, it's not beneficial. It's not doing anything for it simply because um, he's walking around calling himself a boxer. I'm a boxer. I'm a fighter. I'm a boxer. Right. Right. So if we were to flip the turns, like turn the tables mm-hmm. and put him in a octagon, yes. what would happen? Right. So would he be as successful or would he be on a plateau or would he be doing all these, like, you know what I'm saying? Would he be this great fighter that everybody's trying to say? And he's walking around with a belt. Right. He's walking around with a belt that he made on some, now I get that. Hold on, Jose Mavidal does do that. I hear you. He got the BMF belt. Listen, man, look, I'm just going to say this. I'm about to put my, I'm putting my hat on. Do it. Right now. So. Is it the MAGA hat? Definitely not the MAGA hat. It might be more like the, the Black Panther hat. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's like this. I understand the, the, the idea of exhibition boxes with professional fighters fighting whatever. Right. Um, Floyd Mayweather opened the door with Conor McGregor and everybody was like, yo, 
this is a money maker. Like we can do exhibition fights. Word. Okay, now he here he steps up. He fights. He's a professional fighter for at least three years. Nate Robinson is a professional basketball player. He's not a professional fighter, right? Uh, Tyrone Woodley is is a professional MMA fighter, right? Right. So he's not a boxer. He's a fighter, not a boxer. But he's not a boxer. Two different disciplines. It's two different two different things. So I just I just don't necessarily like the fact of this exception to the rule that we get when white people decide who gets the money. And what do you mean by that? I, um, I mean that in the sense of he's he's on pay-per-view yes. fighting a non-professional fighter for an exhibition fight, right? When you have rules mm-hmm. on why people can't box. If that was the case, there would be a lot more uh, a lot of lot more people out here doing exhibition fights for a lot more money a long time ago if all these rules weren't in place to stop real fighters and good fighters from fighting and getting paid for it. Like who? I, I'm, I'm confused a little in bit. In general. Mm-hmm. In general. I mean, you could just watch it. You so know you're telling saying? me LeBron... I'm just asking questions. you telling me LeBron and Ennis Cantor can't put together a fight in, at the Staples Center and sell that out like some celebrity boxing. Do I'm some talking, charity. I'm work talking about. Thing. I'm talking about the promotions. I'm talking about Showtime uh-huh. that has Showtime boxing. Showtime would definitely pick that up, by the way. But go ahead, continue. That's the point that I'm saying. But mm-hmm. they got these fighters that they pay three thousand, four thousand, five thousand undercard fights. Right. Right. right on these right. pay per view fights. Right. And these guys can really fight. But then you got. You understand what I'm saying? And that's and that's the outlawness that I actually appreciate. I, I actually, Don't get me wrong. I just. I appreciate it. I actually don't. I actually don't like it. Okay, yeah. I get it. That's what I'm saying. That. Nothing wrong. That's with all that. I'm saying because they get to decide who gets the money. I don't really have an opinion on this. To be a hundred percent honest with you, you want to I mean, talk about the fight? To each its own. I didn't watch the fight. I heard my man got knocked out pretty badly. I have a question. What yes. weight class would Jake Paul be in? He's one ninety. So that's well to weight. Nah. Well, What's 190? 190? 190? 190? That's like light, light heavyweight, light, bro. Light, light heavy. Yeah, that's like light, light heavy. That's 205 is like... Heavyweight light, is 205. Look that up, Smarts, real fast as we talking. Let, let me I ask you this question. Let me ask you, Nate, and you, Jers, this question. I know you didn't watch it, Jers, but I'm just, I'm just asking a question. Did y'all watch the Daron Williams-Frank Gore fight, though? No. Y'all didn't watch that on the undercard? Darren Williams? Yeah, Darren Williams, former NBA yes, I, yes. Miss, mid-range jumper... Almost the best point guard in the NBA for two and a half seasons. For Frank Gore. For Frank Gore. And guess what? Darren Williams tore that ass up. You ain't see that? I think I did watch a highlight, but I'm like, yeah, there's no way that's Darren Williams. They don't even look like him. Oh, it's definitely but, him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, 190 yeah. is cruiserweight. Get out of here, world. Light, light heavy. So you got 175. Light heavy is 175. 190 is cruiserweight. So he's he's going right into heavyweight. Look. You never know what can happen. Put him in there with Ortiz. I want to see that. But it's not going to happen. That's where, and that's where, I ain't going to lie. I understand where you're coming from with that. And that's where, it's the brilliance of Jake Paul for me. I'm laughing at because he's not going to do that. He's going to fight a bunch of hockey players. He ain't even, he don't care. How much money is he making from these fights? He made $2 million just now from Showtime. Uh, He made more than that on YouTube. So I don't. Yeah, right. He made, I, I guess I just don't, on I don't his look YouTube, at it they say, being, On his wiki, no, I, I was going to back you up on that. On mm-hmm. his wiki, they say he makes anywhere between 10 to 20 mil a year from his YouTube page. Continue. He was a superstar before this, so I don't look at so it So continue as, being a superstar. Right. That's what he's doing. 
That's what he's doing. He's capitalizing off of his stardom. Like, that's exactly what he's doing. And personally, if I was him, I would do the same thing. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What the f***? This, that pilot right here. This is the late night flight. Okay, smarts. Let us know what's going on. You said you can explain what's going on with Megan Good and Devon Franklin because they filed for divorce after nine years. She was on daytime talk show talking with uh, Nick Cannon. Uh-huh. Talking about how, oh yeah, we used to date back in the day. Remember that? Oh yeah, you saw my butt. I like it. Oh yeah. All that good stuff, right? Yeah. Now, they filed for divorce. You said in the text, in the group text, that you can explain why all of this is going on. So before we go into the lightning round, yeah, let us know go. what's going on. Well, I don't necessarily know what's going on because I don't have the details of their marriage. But okay. it, it, but when they got when they announced that they were getting divorced, it made sense to me just based off what I said. I believe in episode seventy one when we were talking about her and Nick Cannon and they used to date. I said, "Yo, how, that that one, I don't even like the sound of that." Mm. But we'll talk about that another time, right? Right. Because right. it was just something weird about that conversation. And as a person that a married man, yeah. Basically, Nick Cannon, you could just play um, Hit Him Up by Tupac in the, in the background the whole time while he talking. You know what I'm saying? That's why, I, yo, you know what I'm saying? Get money. <laughs> the whole background, because it's like you literally on national TV as a married woman talking to your ex-boyfriend about how y'all used to date and how they used to have a good time. That's, to me, just a general respect of for your spouse. We may know that you guys used to date. We may know that you guys have a history, yeah. but just a certain level of respect, those conversations shouldn't shouldn't be happening with you kikiing with your ex. And, and, and it was almost like, wow, that was a great time. Mm, mm, that was awesome. Mm, because mm. we know if a woman uh, watched her, her husband yes. have that same conversation with another woman, you would go home, it would be an issue. It would probably uh, be an argument. If, if something like that happened. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, um, go ahead. May bro. I jump in? I mean, I think what bothers me most, I mean, I totally agree with you, Smarts, the way she was kicking and ha-ha and with Nick Cannon and all that. And I think what bothers me the most about all of this is together they wrote this massive gospel book about amazing relationships and how to keep your spouse happy, how to do this, how to do that, blah, 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 blah. And just a few years later, you're on a Nick Cannon show Realistically, undermining everything that's in that reminiscing, right? Reminiscing, it was like yo, like for me, it was like wow. I was looking at my wife sitting there with her ex, like that's me. Like I'm sitting there, like dang, if my wife did that, would I be cool with that? I'm going to jail. See, that's it, right? <laughs> and, and it's like it's not necessarily. It has nothing to do with Nick Cannon's respect for her, because if he had any respect for her and her relationship or her husband. They, they didn't have to have that conversation in front of everybody like right. that. That's all I'm saying. It wasn't cool. It is lightning round time, fellas. We about to just get into these quick little explanations or sentences, questions, and it's a great way for the audience to get to know who we are. Now, we around Christmas time, so I made this a Christmas edition lightning round. 
All right, I made it a Christmas edition, lightning round. I know it's almost the end of the year. We're going to do one more episode before the end of the year is out. I said before the end of the year is out. Before the year is out. <laughs> so, Jers, I'm going to flip it to you. Are you ready, sir? Yeah. Y'all know what we do. All right. This time, instead of us doing it as fast as what we, as what we can. Pause. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Yes. That's, as fast as we can, that's pause? Yeah, bro, you got to take your top in that thing, man. I'm a rabbit. Oh, my God. Wow. What are you talking about? All right. Remember, fellas, if you want to chime in on one of, one of the questions, go ahead. We're not going to sit there and try to run through it all fast. All right? All right. All right. So, Jers, name something you give a side piece for Christmas. A break. Name something you give your woman for Christmas. Whatever she wants. You know, I like the break one. That was actually pretty funny. That was I tried I tried to no sell it like like it wasn't funny. That was actually pretty cool, and I and I like you for that. All right, next one. What do you want for Christmas? A computer desk. What's your favorite? That's the realest answer ever. You really want a computer desk, yo? Yeah, I want. You a ain't even studio ain't even try to think about it, yo. You just really yo. I really. He said, "What time? You create a computer desk? I want a new computer desk? I need yo. that. that. That computer desk right there, baby. That's he be walking. Desk. He be walking the deep, like yo. On the low, got the lowest catalog. Like yo, you see these computer desks? Man, he te- you see, he texted her. I, she did that all week. I did that all week, yo. You I see, not you see the oak? You see the finish on that computer? <laughs> that's sexy, right? That's yo, Nate. That's. That's legit me talking to my wife. Like, they be watching Housewives. You see that computer desk right there? Like, yo, look, that computer desk back there is Look dope. how the legs curve, though. All look that. how the leg curves. You know that. what I mean? I don't want no straight up and down leg. I want yeah. the curvature. Jers, what do you want for Christmas? Computer desk. Oh, yeah, we did that already. What's your favorite Christmas movie? All right, so what do you mean? Like, it has to be a movie about Christmas or a movie that came out around Christmas time? It can be both. Ali. <laughs> okay, I, I kind of wanted uh, some type of Christmas. It ain't got to be a Christmas theme, but it has to have like Christmas decorations or something in the movie. Um, I'm sorry. So it shouldn't have been like out around the joint, Christmas. The joint with uh-huh. the family movie with Monique. I can't remember the name of it. I believe Danny Glover plays the father. Monique plays the sister in it. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but that's one of my joints. All right, we'll skip to that one. Could, could you find that out what that is, uh, Smarts, if you could? Um he goes another one. Okay, this Christmas, I'll, I'll rock with that one. Oh, is this Christmas? Okay, no, 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 that's a different one. That's a different Brown. movie, but you'll but yeah, you'll rock with, I'll this rock with this Christmas. All right, no problem. Anyway, whose box you're unwrapping? A sexy woman in a Mrs. Claus outfit, or a sexy woman in a Santa's little helper outfit? Wait, what did you just say? That's a fire question, bro. That was a good question. Whose box you're unwrapping? Quote unquote. Whose box you're unwrapping? A sexy woman in a Mrs. Claus outfit or a sexy woman in a Santa's little helper outfit? Mrs. Claus. Okay. You want to elaborate? Yeah, I'm married, bro. So I got to go with... The the married one. It says Mrs. So yeah, I got to go with that joint. Sure, sure. All right. Last question. What's the better NBA Christmas game? Lakers versus Warriors? Warriors versus Nets? Or Lakers versus Nets? Uh, none of the above, because ain't none of them stars playing on Saturday. For real? None of them. Check the news, bro. This this COVID is going crazy. Everybody is in uh, health protocols. Ain't none of the stars playing, bro. That's crazy. All right, Jers, flip it to Nate. 
Mr. Wild. Yes, sir. You ready? Yes, sir. You sure? Yes, sir. All right, name something you give a side piece for Christmas. Plan B. <laughs> wow. <laughs> name something you give your woman for Christmas. Diamonds are forever. Mm, what you want for Christmas? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe some goals. Mm. Maybe an answer. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I, you know what I would like for Christmas, though? Right. Uh, a brand new Camaro. Mm. Okay. Um, What's your favorite Christmas movie? Five Deadly Venoms. And before you say it's not Christmas, they have all the colors. Red, yellow, green. <laughs> it has all the Christmas colors. Fine. <laughs> you got to disqualify her. You got to disqualify that. Fine. Mm. I can't say Ali. He can't say that. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Christmas move. The, the, the Grinch who stole Christmas. That's better. Much better. <laughs> Jim Carrey version? Yes, always Jim Carrey. Right. Always Jim Carrey. Whose box are you unwrapping? A sexy woman in a Mrs. Claus outfit or a sexy woman in a Santa's Little Helper outfit? I already know what you want to say, but... <laughs> sexy woman in a Little Helper. <laughs> <laughs> What's the better NBA game for Christmas? The Lakers versus the Warriors, Warriors versus Nets, or Lakers versus Nets? Uh, Warriors and the Nets. If they were all playing, yeah. that would have been my choice too. Definitely. But everything is in jeopardy. <laughs> all right. So I'm assuming smarts. Yep, I'm here. You ready, bro? Yeah. All right. Name something you give a side piece for Christmas. Voicemail. <laughs> Name something you give your woman for Christmas. A, a, a really expensive bag. Dope. What do you want for Christmas? A stack of money. Mm. Yeah. That's that's about it. What's your favorite Christmas movie? I'm gonna I'm I'm at a tie uh with uh and this is all on some realness. Um Lethal Weapon. Um, mm. and, and Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Like it's a tie. It's a dead heat between yeah. those two. I could dig it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I dig it. All right. Um, whose box you're unwrapping? A sexy woman in a Mrs. Claus outfit or a sexy woman in a Santa's little helper? I'm, I'm going with the little helper, my oh, guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. So. That with confidence. <laughs> Look, and she got to put it on like she's trying to squeeze into the little helper. You know what I'm saying? She's the little helper, so she's going to be busting out of it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yo. Yes, sir. Hey, yo. Now, lastly, what's the better NBA Christmas game? Lakers versus Warriors, Warriors versus Nets, or Lakers versus the Nets? Yeah, okay. Um, we're gonna go with the Lakers versus the Nets. Cause it's the coast. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's the, you know what I'm saying? We're going with Brooklyn and LA. So we're going Biggie against Tupac. You feel me? I feel you. Go that route. <laughs> All right. So last but not least, Mr. Nassau Nuru. Let's go. Name something you give a side piece for Christmas. Hush money and a Yule log. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, wow. Name something you give your woman for Christmas. Hush money, a Yule log, and a trip to Chile. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. What do you want for Christmas? So, I want Hot 97 to get rid of Ebron. I mean, Ebro. 
mm-hmm. and Rosenberg so they can create the new Hot 97 morning show featuring Nasua Nuru, right? <laughs> but here's the thing. What's going to happen is they're going to allow me to keep the late night flight. So now with that happening, right? That means I'm on a real platform now, right? That means when I go on YouTube, we automatically got 80,000 views I, now. I, 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 I want that for Christmas too. Bro. And we're going to monetize the f- out of the industry, okay? Let's and I go. can fight Jake Paul. Yo, and you can definitely fight Jake Paul. I'm paying for all of it because I know you're going to win and we're going to be in the money, dog. Even if you lose, we're going to be in the money. He ain't losing. <laughs> hey, definitely not losing because I told you, we making terroristic threats. <laughs> if my man lose. Hey, yo, that should be, that's a great name for our boxing event when we do fight Jake Paul. Terroristic threats. Terroristic threats. Yo, that's my man lose. That's hard. The whole whole, terroristic threats if my man lose promotion. That's hard, yo. (laughs) All right, let's go. Next one. Um, What's your favorite Christmas movie? Yo, well, y'all know I'm into comedy. Best Christmas comedy I've ever heard or ever watched, rather. Bad Santa. Mm, Oh, wow. Okay. Bad Santa is fly, yo. Okay, okay. Whose box are you unwrapping? A sexy woman in a Mrs. Claus outfit or a sexy woman in a Santa's Little Helper outfit? Okay, this is a great question. So I'm not going to lie to you, fellas. Even though I wrote this, even though I wrote this, Mm -hmm. I immediately realized that I have to go with Mrs. Claus because my five, six cannot deal with a woman (laughs) that is called Santa's Little Helper. That sounds too creepy. Wow. So it has to be a full-grown woman. All right? So Mrs. Claus is the winner. All right? You are a... Besides, a woman half-naked in red panties look really, really, really good. All right? That's a good look, okay? Okay. um, Especially on brown women. It's like this... It's a... It's a... It's a earth tone. It's an earth tone thing going on. (laughs) Continue. All right, cool. Um, what's, What's the better NBA Christmas game? Lakers versus Warriors, Warriors versus Nets, or Lakers versus Nets? So it would be Lakers versus Nets only because, only because I'm here to fantasy book. I want to see that, uh, what's the guy name that you sent me the, uh, the clip of that did the vaccine commercial? Was it Bruce Brown? His name was Bruce Brown. Yeah. So I need to see the Bruce Brown commercial during the Christmas <laughs> holiday game, right? Because you know that's going to play. But at the same time, what I need to see is after halftime, you see Kyrie Irving come out with a number two Laker jersey on, and then he just smacked the Nets right on up, and that would, that would that'd be great. But yeah. It would never happen, but I'm just here to fantasy book. This is the late night flight Nassau New Rule. Now, this is 10 minutes or less. In 10 minutes or less, we're going to go through all the subject matters that me, Ted Tuffer, uh, yeah, I'll it all up again. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Y'all get yourself riled up again, bro. Hold on. We got to hype you up, dog. We got to hype we you need. up. What we need. What I need. We got to hype you up, Don't bro. give me, don't give me the <laughs> sound. <laughs> and I am ready. And I am ready. Thank you, sir. This is the Late Night Flight. We are live. I got Nate with me. I got Smarts. I got Jers with me. You already know. Listen, it is 10 minutes or less. We do all the subject matters that we gathered in our group text. It is me. It is Nate. It is Jers. It is Smarts. And we put all these subject matters in one group text. And we're going to talk about them in 10 minutes or less. Because this, this episode right here is about fun. And it's about promotion. And it's about Outlaw YouTube influencers doing whatever the hell they want. So, 
It's not really a big news week. I think we're heading into the holiday season. Am I right about that, Smarts? Absolutely. Uh, the news is really, really low. We're, we're, I'm trying to move away from news. I, I want people to know, I use these topics as subject matter to talk about other things. I'm not a news reporter. Like when I did with the first take, uh, the first take uh, situation from last week, uh-huh. I used that as a footnote, if you will, to talk about married co-workers versus uh, F buddies. Absolutely. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. Which was, in my opinion, a great piece of audio business. Not as good as the Juicy Smolye segment. The Juicy Smolye segment was out of this world. Gotta be top five. I love that segment. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jersey. I know you want to say it. Go ahead. We talking about Justin. <laughs> he was just waiting for you over here. Like, come on, just let me say it, though. Let me get in there. All right. Fruit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Chill, man. Lee Dames is listening. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. So, Smarts. Go ahead, moderate. Do what you do, bro. As the leader that you are, me, Nate, and Jers, we will uh, basically be the the new new day, if you will. Uh, that's a bad. That's a bad one. I'm sorry. We already talked about Big E earlier. We was like, we don't even like that gimmick. Yeah, but I like, one. but I like the new day. The new day. I like yeah. them together. We could be the so, new day. Yeah. Which one of us would be Big E? Me. You be Big E? Absolutely. I'll be Xavier Woods. And he Kofi. He Kofi. That's right. All right, here we go. Let's go. Are right, y'all ready? Yes. All right. So you guys have ten minutes. Uh, here goes your first topic, and I'm going to start with this one. Uh, did you watch King Richard? Yes. No. No. Next one. Okay, cool. Um, coach cornerback, um, Neon Deion Sanders, got the number one uh, cornerback in the country. Yes, yes, Decide yes. FSU or Georgia, but Jackson State making Travis Hunter the first five-star prospect to sign with an FCS team since 2006. Yes. Is Aflac the MVP for yes. getting Coach Deion Sanders and yes. Coach Nick Saban in the same commercial? Yes. What are your thoughts? Yo. So, first of all, we're talking about the Bill Belichick of college football. And he does a commercial with Deion Sanders. Now, we already know he's the greatest cornerback ever. But now that he's Coach Sanders... You got someone that's not even in that same division, technically, in the same commercial as the Bill Belichick of college football. You know what that does for all your star recruits? They just saw two people on the same level that they didn't even know was on the same level. The NCAA knows that their style of what recruits are is bull. Okay. When you're the number one recruit, you're the number one recruit. It don't matter what school you really go to because you have the size, you have the skill. So you're the one that's going to go to the league. It don't matter if your football team goes 0-13, technically. True. But here's the thing, because Alabama and Tennessee and USC and these big-time D1 schools, they have their tradition. They make $40 million every Saturday. You want to go to those schools. There are third-string defensive ends in Alabama that get called up to the uh, to the NFL. You know what I'm saying? I understand they what don't you're even saying. get burned. I understand what you're this saying. This is the number one recruit that's like, I don't even, I know because this man just told me the, the cheat code. All I got to do is just come here, train, and train like a pro, and they're going to sign me anyway. Um, real quick, the same thing happened in the NBA when they, when they, I said hired, when Derrick Rose went to Memphis. They knew Derrick Rose was the best freshman talent in the, in, in the country. When he was a freshman in Memphis, he only averaged 14 points a game. He still was, uh, he still got drafted number one in the, um, in the in NBA the, draft. The, wow. Think okay. about that. You Kyrie don't even Su. have to. Exactly. Kyrie and that's what I'm, yo, thank you for that. 
Because Kyrie was the same in Duke as well. He only averaged 15 points and broke his ankle and still was the number one draft only pick. Only played seven games. Yo, bro. when you're the best, you're the best. So shout out to Coach Sanders for doing that. He changed the game with that one. The game with that one. For real, for real. All right, that's fire. So we got seven minutes and 20 seconds left just All to right. give you guys an idea where we are on time. All right. Now, since you had a nice little spill with that. I'm doing some well. I am getting ready to start some drama. Okay. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Let me tell you something, Molly. Let me tell you something, Molly. Hmm, 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 hmm. Listen, Molly. Listen, Molly. I think we should go to Dallas tonight. I think we should go to Dallas tonight. And we're going to go pounce on them Giants. You know what I'm talking about? We're going to pounce on them. I'm talking about pouncing on you, girl. You know what I'm talking about? Hmm, hmm, Definitely hmm, smack hmm, them Giants hmm. on Sunday. <laughs> them Cowboys. Oh, oh, such violence, man. What's next, Mars? Oh, my uh, yeah, God. All right. So listen, I'm going to move it. I'm going to move it. I'm going to move it along. We're going to stay. We're going to stay in sports. We're going to twist it up a little bit. According to basketballnetwork.net, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Roots band member Questlove said that Allen Iverson had a 10-man crew mm. who would seek out the most beautiful women in the stands during games. Mm. Four in the nosebleed section, <laughs> four in the lower section, and two on the floor. Ruthless. Oh, okay. They would roll up on women who, who walked away from their date yes. with business cards that says... After after party with AI. Nice. If you have a date, it's all good because once you got dropped off mm-hmm. at uh, at your home, or it says once you get dropped off at your home, call up the card for uh oh, let me let me let me get this because it's written kind of weird. Come on, man. We in here with 10 minutes, man. Come all on right, now. All right, okay, here we go. Jesus Christ. Okay, they would roll up on women who walked away from their date with business cards that yes. says after party with AI. If you have a date, it's all good because once you get dropped off at your home, call up the card for your car service. Yep. Um, Would you trade two years of marriage to have this lifestyle for six months? Oh, Damn. Man. Yo, that was on some R. Kelly. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, See, when you say it like that, I don't want to say yes no more. But of course I want this lifestyle. Are you crazy? Wait, do you want the AI lifestyle for six months or you want to be the woman having a car service for six months? No, what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to understand who's answering the question they have. Would you? The question is, come on, Smarts. The question is, would any of us men trade two years of marriage to have this lifestyle where you can have your 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 uh, oh, okay. your entourage, if you will, basically pull up, you know, pull women with the business car to basically have the Drake party. You know what I mean? Understood. That's what this is. Understood. R. Okay. Kelly was doing the same though, bro. Okay, so was Drake. R. Kelly was not doing the same. <laughs> that was at McDonald's. Anybody that bought a Happy Meal got a little. <laughs> she was picking up. R. Kelly was picking up women from Columbia High School. <laughs> Wow, talking right. about after party. All right, so not terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, fellas. I just, I just, you know, messed that one all up. But it's all good. Continue. Um, other than her secret marriage, mm. what do you know about Candace Parker? I know that she is the first woman in the WNBA to go back to her hometown in Chicago, win a ring her first year. She was also an MVP the same year she was a Rookie of the Year. And she dunked on a couple of women when she was a Tennessee volunteer. That's all I know. Okay. So where we at on time? We got four minutes. Oh, so we got to run through this one real quick. Let's do it. Okay. Um, Nate, what is your favorite Christmas song? Um, all On For Christmas, PJ Morton and Stokely. Okay. Do you want to recite a little bar? Can we get a bar? 
No. <laughs> All bar? Next one. Let's go. Next right. one. Next um, one. Okay. Uh, what do you think uh, life would be like if there wasn't a Christmas? That's a good question. I would save a lot of money. I'll probably do a lot of AI parties, actually. Wow. That's crazy. I could wow. use That's that money to do a lot of limo uh, limo rides and business cards for all my women on Facebook. My childhood would have been screwed. Because that was that's my favorite holiday because of my childhood. So. Oh wow! Lucky, lucky you! I got right. spoiled on Christmas Day, bro. Oh, okay, because my childhood it would just be a regular day. <laughs> <laughs> a regular day. All right, here we go. Um, so now it's your turn, Jers. You have forty seconds to do any impression you want while answering this question right here. Do you maintain a relationship with your ex's kid even if? Things don't work out. So it's the ex kid. It's not your kid. Listen, right. (laughs) So for me, it's a matter of what ingredients did I contribute to this child? And if I didn't contribute any ingredients, then s*** them kids. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You are a fool. Wow. All right. All right, fellas. So we're doing good on time. So with two minutes left on the clock, we might run over uh, a little bit with this one. Um, here's a direct quote from Denzel Washington, according to uh, giantfreakingrobot.com. I'm about the challenges. At this point, like the character, I'm in the yellow leaf of my career. To be quite honest, looking to do other things. So, so far as acting, um, it's going to be an extreme challenge for me to be interested. Who's the black actor coming um, for roles Denzel been getting after he breaks from acting? Mm. Who's that guy? Mm. Nick, start with you. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, I don't see anyone. Mm-hmm. Right? Simply, yeah, I don't. Simply because, right? The, the role that Denzel is in next is Macbeth. Who, who, who realistically is playing Macbeth? Lawrence Fishburne, other than him. Lawrence Fishburne? Lawrence Fishburne. Macbeth, is, he's, but he's a, he's a great theater actor. Yeah, but great theater actor. On screen, Macbeth, Denzel, all, like... No, no, I mean, he, he killed right. it. He ripped it. But in, we talk about... I would assume we're talking about we talk a generation about young, yeah, we talk about young, Denzel, young Hollywood. Right? I, I don't see, about I don't see young, nobody I don't in young, see anyone I agree in young with you. Hollywood. I agree with you. I just want to say... Coming after Denzel and playing the role that Denzel... I agree with that. Um, According to Jersey, it would be Kevin Hart. Wow. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Hey, I actually think it's gonna be Michael B. I think he Michael B. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm gonna just I say think this: Michael one, B. is the next. I'm gonna say this one so. thing about Michael B. because I, I honestly uh, agree with fan. Nate. I'm a I, fan. I agree with Nate. I don't think there is the next Denzel. Although I do like Lakeith and I do like Daniel Coulier. I, I think those dudes are they fire. Which those, one is Lakeith? That's the dude that played in uh, ATL with with uh, um. Childish Gambino? Yes, yes. The I like skinny him one. too. Yeah, skinny yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah, him he, too. He's dope. He's he a really good actor. He, he has that Chappelle look and he act like Chappelle a little bit when he acts. But um, to your point about Michael B. Jordan, I think he's the next Carl Weathers and I think he should be doing Action Jackson Part 3. Absolutely. Mm. I agree with you on that. Let's go to the next one. All right, yeah, this is the last one actually and we're out of time mm-hmm. but we're going to do this one anyway because this one is a wild one. Okay. Right? <laughs> this is wild. Let's do it. With a T. Wild. NYPD rookie female gives NYPD married lieutenant a lap dance at a holiday party, which 
is now under investigation. <laughs> Can anyone do an on-the-spot impression of what he said to his wife once he got home? Mr. Wild, let's go. But, 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 but I, 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 I don't, I, she just, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you was giving me a lap dance, then Mick, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Shut the fuck up. You know my heart is hell. You better get in that bedroom and hurry up. Now I mean, I'm they put in a chokehold. All right. So before we go, if we do, if this is the last episode of the year, uh, Nate, can you please do the dating game song for a second? Good night, everybody. Thank you for flying the late night flight. Shout out to all the pilots who contribute to the fastest rising podcast. If you want to contribute, DM us at the late night flight. Hey, yo, what the f? This is a pilot right here.